Radio. Open wide, it's mouth, mouth time. time with Reductress. I'm Ash. And I'm Decor. And we're just two girls who share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about. We tried aging and we did not like it. We give our thoughts on the new Gilmore Girls revival. We get spooky discussing a theater haunted by actresses over 40. And we are joined by the legendary 41-year-old actress, Ivory Gams. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and books that teach you how to draw a horse. (laughs) Wow. Woo. (laughs) First of all, um... Ash, it's so great uh, to be back from our break. Yeah, where were you, Dakota? Oh, oh, I was at this really exclusive club called Jury Duty. Oh, you had Jury Duty. Uh, yeah, sure. Like, I was there at the club slash spa. Huh. Well, do you, do you feel relaxed? Yeah, like, it was kind of like that other popular spa, Escape the Room, I guess. Like, you couldn't leave the room, and in the end, I had to decide if this guy was going to go to jail. And I was like, sure. It was fun. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much to all of our listeners for being patient while we were away and for sending us such beautiful fan art. We seriously love fan art. So keep them coming, you arty little sluts. Yeah, I can relate because I took a drinking and painting class one Ah. time. Oh. Ash, I'm so sorry. I literally didn't even know you were here. It's so amazing to have you back on. It's so fun. <laughs> How has life been over at Hot Rod been? No, it's human resources. Mm, doesn't sound familiar. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so what have you been watching? Well, I guess um, I've been watching a lot of Microsoft Excel spreadsheets. You know, that's how I manage payroll. <laughs> oh, you're so random. Like, what is payroll? Oh, Okay, Dakota, yeah, that's, um, you know, how we pay everybody who works here. Mm-hmm. So you're the one who puts the money in the suitcase and drops it off on the stoop in the park, and then you send a note to my house that's like, the money's on the stoop. What? No, um, definitely not. You're on direct deposit. It just goes into your checking account? Oh, hmm. I guess I get the suitcase because I signed up for indirect deposit a while back. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that later. Okay, but for serious, what TV shows are you watching right now? Oh, yes. Oh, The Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> oh, my God, scene. Oh, it's so good. So good. It's so, it's so good. good. So good. So, so good. good. It's so good. So good. Like there's finally a 1984, but for girls. Totally. Like I wasn't expecting a lot out of this Gilmore Girls reboot, but honestly, I'm impressed. Yep. Roy Gilmore sure has changed. She sure has. And also like, where's Lane? I don't know. I guess I assumed dead. Yeah. But also, okay. Like why is Lorelai played by Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. It's a super weird choice, but otherwise... I'm loving everything about it. Yeah, same, same. It's like, finally, there's a dystopian housekeeper that I can relate to. Right? Yeah, totally. Like, I love that women are allowed to read. Mm -hmm. That is so hauntingly relatable because I hate reading. Absolutely, absolutely. It's so bad. So bad. I hate to read a book. I Same, I'm saying it too. I would never. I choose not to. Mm -hmm. A woman's right to choose. Mm Mm-hmm. 
my right is to just never to read a book. Never to read a book. Also, I was like shook when I saw how gorgeous that house is that Elizabeth Moss gets to stay in. Oh. Like, this is a dark warning of the future I can really get behind. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And I was literally trembling at the thought that this whole show is about babies. Okay. Because I love babies. Ugh, you are sick in the head. I love them so much. I thought it was really like spooky and amazing to see all those really cool cars. I mean, I just can't imagine such a dark future with all those hot guys with machine guns. I know. I'm mm-hmm. like, if anyone's going to be holding a machine gun, like I hope it's a hot, hot guy. guy. I love a, that. A normal one. No, thank you. No, I wouldn't want guy. like an uggo no, guarding an uggo. the red center or whatever. I think if you're hot, you should maybe just be given a machine gun. Oh, that is such a good idea. Ash, you have some good ideas over there in Hot Rod. Uh, Human resources. It's also so cool that like the future is so well directed. Do you know what I mean? Like it has a beautiful look. Yes. It's very clean and crisp. The cinemascape-tography is, Uh I think it's really beautiful and I can't wait to see what it's going to be like when we actually get to the future. I know. It's going to be like so incredible. (laughs) I also love that there's (laughs) no pets. I know. Gross. Right. That's so crazy. The yeah. future's nuts. I know. I Pets know. are really famously hard to take care of though. So like that is awesome for me. Same, same. We're just two busy girls. Exactly. Like we can barely keep track of our office mini pig. She's died literally so many times. So many times. Also, it's like in the handmaid's tale, it's like every day is makeup free selfie day. But just like with no selfies. With no selfies. It's crazy. Can you imagine? No. You're not wearing makeup, but then you you don't show it to the world? I mean, every time I'm not wearing makeup, I always make sure to take a selfie and put it across all social media platforms so that people can see how brave I am. Yeah, what else is the point? <laughs> it's true. Which, Which actually mm-hmm. does bring us to this week's topic. Aging. aging. So we tried aging here in the office this week. And we did not like it. Oh my God, not at all. I aged for like two full days. And mm-hmm. at the end, I was like, hmm, now I'm worse? Yes, I barely aged for a minute when I was like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, you you didn't last long at all. Yeah, I sat my timer for five minutes. I looked back at it after what felt like 60 minutes, honestly. And it had only been like half a minute. And I was like... Enough is enough. I guess I think there's something maybe beautiful, though, about aging. You are disgusting. I'm just trying to be positive. Well, please stop. You're right. Anyway, it just sucks that some people have to age because they're poor and don't have suitcases full of money sitting around. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's still something we definitely need to talk about. But Mm, I don't know about that. We'll talk. We are going to talk about it. But luckily for those out there who are not rich, including myself. What? Oh, Uh, listen. I know. I know. Just take a breath. There are lots of products that can delay or at least relieve the aging process. Yes. Right. I mean, like the best thing you can do to stop aging is to just like put a bunch of expensive shit on your face. Oh my God. I love putting expensive shit on my face. Same. Same. So uh, we've been compiling some of our fave new anti-aging products and we're going to share them with you right now. This is so exciting and this is not a sponsored pose. Absolutely not. This is just not. us like just sharing our faves. Okay, so this is a big one. Um, Cream made from poison. Mm, I love that one. I mm-hmm. love that one. Okay, this is a big one too. Serum made from poison that's a really good one to put yeah. on your face and under your eyes under your eyes yeah um salve but me it's made from poison yes okay that's i i love that especially for under the the jowl area and you can put it you can put it on a spoon and you can like eat, eat it. it yeah and it just kind of 
like detoxes your system. Mm-hmm. I love this one. It's um balm made from poison. Mm. Can you? Be- I mean, a balm is really good to throw in your purse. Throw in your purse. It's a grab and go poison. It is because yeah. you know that you're not going to put a salve in your purse. No, it's and a too serum. Much. Forget about it. That it's shit is very expensive, and, and it's going to stay in your medicine cabinet. Absolutely. Um, and then this last one is really amazing that every woman should have this. Um, it's poison and it comes in a cute carrying case. Gosh, we have so many options. And I yeah. love that. <laughs> so basically the point is we like to put pretty much anything on our faces. that will make us younger. If you have any ideas for things to put on our faces or listen, if you have a fave face product, please tweet it to at mouth time with the hashtag. I'll put anything on my face. Bitch. Try me. Yes. That hashtag again is hashtag. I'll put anything on my face bitch try me no apostrophes you ding dong don't be stupid we can't wait to see your responses happy aging oh i'm just kidding don't do it unless you think it's beautiful no it's <laughs> okay. not okay fair fair okay. Now it's time for our crispiest seggy, the, the mouthwash, where we take a headline, try to take a big bite out of it, then realize that we're eating a fake fruit because we've wandered onto the set of blue bloods. Today's headline is renowned theater haunted by actress over 40. Oof, it makes me <laughs> shudder to think. Yeah, it's honestly really terrible. It's so bad. It's like these people went to see a musical. Yes, yes, yes. An art form famously for the youngs and not the olds. And these... Old ass actresses just came onto the stage and started singing and dancing. Ugh, that's so, so scary. I honestly, seriously would have burfed. No, for sure. I would have burfed. Even when I think about an old, I burf. I burfed on an old once and it got so marred. Rude. No, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't help yourself when you get so spooked, you beef a burf without realizing and then that's it. You've burfed, not your prob, you know? Exactly. The thing is, I love the theater yes. and if I knew that every time I went to the Gloria Stefan musical that there's all these ancient actresses. Not including Gloria Stefan. No, yes, of course. But just like knowing that the theater could be teeming with ghosts over 40, <sighs> it's haunting <laughs> yes it's so haunting i hate it especially because theater truly is like when i think of theater i think of young i think of young people young. sitting in the audience enjoying a broadway a broadway show i usually they're wearing a short skirt mm-hmm. they're showing off their arms yes. i don't want to see your arms if you're over 40 no that's disgusting it's i really barely want to see your face that's what it is that's what it is well, anyway, this is why we're super excited for our guest today. Here to talk to us more about being a spooky old actress Ooh. is legendary 41-year-old Broadway star and author of the new memoir, Dead on Arrival, How I Celebrated My 40th Birthday by Lying Down in a Coffin and Waiting for Death to Take Me, Ivory Gams. Okay, we have a really amazing guest here today. Um, she is a legendary 41-year-old Broadway star. She's the author of the new memoir, Dad on Arrival, how I celebrated my 40th birthday by lying down in a coffin and waiting for death to take me. This is a huge get for huge us. Get. <laughs> um, Ivory Gams. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so delightful. Thank what an intro. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I just I have a lot of free time these days, so. Because thought why not yeah because you're so old yeah, i'm very old i'm just waiting for death to take me but yeah. it hasn't taken me yet 
and that's good for you. I mm-hmm. want to say I want to say congratulations, but I also want to maybe say a preemptive rest in peace. Oh, yeah. thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, I hope you've been resting in peace since your fortieth birthday. Oh, I just rest all day long. You know. On the subway, on the street. If I see an open bench, I just take a lie down. You have a quick lie down. That must be what it's like just all the time when you're sold. My body is very frail, yes. I always assume that like once you hit 40, you were just like, ugh, I am so tired. I've seen it all. I'm just ready to die. I have a few more things on my list, you know. Mm-hmm. What's on your I list? Yeah, what's on the list? Well, I've never been to a Dairy Queen. Oh, you must go. You honestly have to go. It's so good. I feel like I can't die without going to Dairy Queen. They have a secret menu. Oh. People don't know this, but there's a secret menu at the Dairy Queen. And it's not really a menu. It's just that you can force anyone who works there to pour any of the milkshakes into your mouth oh that's exciting back behind the dumpsters i've done that before but i guess not at a dairy queen yeah you should do it at a dairy queen it's almost it's very dehumanizing for the people who work there Mm. that's Mm. top of my list i guess so what else is on this list well you know i'd love to do a little bit more traveling Mm -hmm. i'd I'd love to go back and see some of my ex-husbands in Italy. How many do you have in Italy? I'd say in Italy there's three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just say. so... It's so hard to remember. There were so many of them. Yeah. You know, but they were good to me and I thank them for that. That's good. So wait, how many... So I know there was three in mm-hmm. Italy. How many in total did you have? Well, how do you how do you define marriage? Listen, mm. marriage... Usually you get married. You get well, married, you sure. sign the paper... Sure, marriage, legal marriage, but I'm talking about a different kind of marriage, a marriage of the souls, a marriage of emotions, if you will. Are you talking about, like, dating? What? No, I'm talking about if you go on a date with someone, you connect with them, your eyes meet, you feel an energy. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling it Why can't that be marriage? Why Wait. couldn't I be married to you? I was going to say, did we just get married? It's possible. She's staring me in the eyes and I can't blink. You guys are both being fucking idiots. Oh, sorry. Well, if you had read my book, you would understand. I just like never, never can. I just don't have time. You can't get married? Oh, I don't have time to read your book. Oh, oh, sure. I guess the thing is like the reason I got mad is because like I might be a lot of things, but I the sanctity of marriage is very important to me. I apologize for offending you. Marriage is but always between a woman and her phone. Mm, okay. I respect that. I mean, me Thank personally, you. I've had one boyfriend and he turned into a fiance. So we're waiting for that, oh. that third stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll just see. We don't know. You never know where the wind is going to blow you. Mm-hmm. So you have these three ex-husbands, mm-hmm. quote, whatever, in Italy. Mm-hmm. You have, I heard... Uh, four mm-hmm. in Prague. Mm-hmm. L- a lovely country, mm-hmm. yes. You have one in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. You have two in Beijing. Well, one of them is dead, but oh. you know, technically he's still my husband, even though he's a ghost. Sure. And then do you, you have any here or are all of your husbands from travel? Only from travel. American mm-hmm. men are trash. <laughs> yes. I understand that. Agreed. That's why a woman has to marry her phone mm-hmm. in a legally binding ceremony that's beautiful it is love is love is love is love as my dear friend lynn manuel said (gasps) you know lynn manuel Manuel miranda we are very close you know i i don't want to claim on television here that i gave him the idea for hamilton (gasps) 
Did you? No, I didn't. I oh. wouldn't want to claim oh. it. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't claim that. It was floating around my head, I would so, say. So you you guys know he wrote Hamilton, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, just checking. <laughs> I heard about that. That's a fact I know. So you had the idea for Hamilton floating around in your head, mm-hmm. but you didn't tell him about it. I don't quite remember telling him about it, but maybe he slipped into my dreams and stole it. Mm. Well, like because it. You, you were so relevant in the theater, you know, mm-hmm. such a long time ago. And here's the thing. But now they say that theater is dead. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to come back? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to bring this up. It's hard. It's hard to talk about because theater was a lively, a vibrant medium. And now it's in a coffin. I'm lying in a coffin and theater is lying next to me and we're holding hands, hoping that someone will wake us up. Mm-hmm. But probably you'll just both be buried in like a family plot. Absolutely. Here lies theater and Ivory Gams. Yeah, that's so sad. What changed? You know, I think it's just... It's all about these hot, hot young celebrities. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. I don't even yeah. know any of the other ones. That's, she's, she yeah. seems famous. Cat on a hot tin roof. Was that her? I was up for that role. I clamored outside the door, knocking, saying, let me in, let me audition. And they locked the door. That's so sad. Well, I still read the monologue from outside of the door, so they got to hear it. That's a good idea. Listen, you got to screen people, it in. Yes. If people try and push you down, you push through them. You keep going. Don't let anybody tell you no. That's, unless they're telling you you're dead. Right. Oh, That's sure. amazing advice. Mm-hmm. You really are like such a mother to us. Thank such you. a mother. Well, yeah. Because, you know, we are. Yeah. We're both oh, years old. Yeah. Sure. Years old. So. And so you are 40. One. One. Mm-hmm. So you really are like a mom to us. You're definitely old enough to be our mom. That's really old, and you're old enough to be our mom. Um, I like. I guess like as a kind of millennial, mm. um, or what? I mean, honestly, whatever the generation after millennials is, I guess right. that's me. Um, do you think New York has like changed a ton since the 2007s? Oh my God, it's it's wildly different. I mean, were you here in the 2007s? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that as a yes. No. no. Uh, yeah? I just, I don't know some of the young, what do you call, slingo? Lingo, slingo. Is slingo. 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 So you got to teach me some of the terms because I don't keep up on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just changed drastically. I mean, there's so many pret-a-mangers. You used to have to get food out of the gutter. In the 2007s, you couldn't stop at a cafe. Mm-hmm. You had to beg someone for money. You had to look in the trash and take out a croissant if you needed it. Was there at least a Le Pain Cotidien? No. What? There were no Le Pain Cotidien in 2007. Was That's there, so disappointing. Was there still a Tom Hanks shrimp restaurant? A Tom. Oh, there's always been a Tom Hanks shrimp okay. restaurant. Oh, you know, thank God. I know Tom Hanks, and I said to him, "You have a great career in the film, but you must start a restaurant." Yeah, that was something I did say. Oh. That was a big move for him. So, are you getting money from that? Oh no, I get oh. free shrimp though, as oh, much wow. as I want. Just to clarify, every just so everyone knows, there's Bubba Gumps, mm-hmm. which is based off the movie. Forrest Gump, and then there's the Tom Hanks it's shrimp two separate restaurant. There is two separate yeah. ones. And they're next to each other in mm-hmm. Times Square, which mm-hmm. is where I live. And Bubba Gump's is pretty popular. Tom Hanks shrimp restaurant, not popular not at all. Popular. You know, but that Bubba Gump is a real trickster. Listen, <laughs> I don't know where he gets his shrimp, but 
I don't think it's fresh. Have you had problems at the Bubba Gun <laughs> Square? I'm just saying, you don't get sick three times and think, oh, it's me. So you got sick twice at a Bubba Gun, and then you still went back a third time because you were like, third time's a charm. And you got the shrimp each time. Listen, I'm nothing if not thorough. I fancy myself a sort of scientist. Yeah. Like a shrimp scientist. A shrimp scientist. You know, ever since I haven't been getting so many jobs, I have to have other hobbies. And one of them is shrimp tasting. Shrimp tasting. Mm-hmm. Shrimp Where's science like, tea. Yeah. Shine, science. Shrimp scientist. Shrimp scientist. Shrimp scientist. Oh, Are there sure. any other good places to get shrimp in New York? Oh, yeah. Shrimp is really plentiful in New York City if you know where to look for it. Right. If you go to uh, Rockefeller Center and you go underground to sort of like where the escalator is. There's a a man there who sells shrimp. He's fabulous. Tell him I sent you. Uh, Also, there's a great there's a great Petco uh, right around here, Union Square. Okay. Purchase in bulk. Are there any shrimp restaurants in the Wi-Fi district? I'm sorry, what? The Wi-Fi district? It's right next to the Fi-Di district. The Wi-Fi district. You know, it's like where the Wi-Fi is really good. I have never been to that district. It's a new millennial one. Yeah, it's online. I don't know if I'd even be allowed there. Hmm. There's probably some sort of gate that says, must be youthful. There's no gate. You probably just couldn't find it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Mm -hmm. like one of those things where when dogs can only hear certain tones only youth can see this yeah. district it's because it's only on google maps you have to be on the wi-fi to find the wi-fi district but you can't get the wi-fi from the wi-fi district unless you're given the wi-fi you know yeah it's like an invite only situation mm-hmm. well i'll be waiting for my invite but i don't use the internet so please just mail it to me oh you don't use the internet at all uh I, no i've just never quite figured it out and i really do prefer a nice Handwritten letter sent by a dove. Mm. What was your birth year? My birth year? I can't tell you that on air. <laughs> so you can tell us your age, but not your birth year. No, you have to figure that out yourself. <laughs> I could never. I mean, you're 41, which means you were born in 1992. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy to think that the kids born in 1992 are now 41. I know. Isn't that insane? I know. Every time I see those things that are like, this will make you feel old. And they're always like, everyone born in 1992 is now 41. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is so crazy. So like, what was it like being alive in the 1990s? (laughs) I mean, have you ever heard of American Idol? (gasps) Yes. Yes. (gasps) I read about it at a museum. It was an incredible time for us all. American Idol. People trying to be idols through singing. Yes. And that was in the 90s. That was in the 90s. Yep. Mm-hmm. I read that you auditioned for it 16 times. I, all every mm-hmm. season. I auditioned every season. And every season they said, please don't come back. We told you we don't want you. And I said... No, and there's it, there's apparently like a lost tape. Oh my god! I was reading about oh, no. because everyone knows that like you know American Idol or like all of those singing competitions. Mm-hmm. Like you either need to be really amazing to make it on, or you need to be really bad mm-hmm. and like crazy to make it on. But apparently, there is a lost tape of you making such a scene <laughs> outside the audition. Like you couldn't get on the show, even though you were 
interesting television because everyone was so scared for their lives. Where's the tape? Where's the tape? Listen, Ivory. I have the tape. <gasps> and it will go with me to my grave. So wait a year or two and it'll probably be released. Okay. That's good. That's but nice. listen, what is wrong with putting on a full production in the audition room? I'm giving you theater. I'm giving you ideas. What did you perform? I performed a quick number from the Mikado. <laughs> oh, that's right. And you brought a lighting designer and a sound designer. And you know what? If Ryan Seacrest didn't want to be a part of it, why is he a host on the show? Is, that's such a good point. That is a really good well, point. apparently when you were trying, when you were going in for your seventh costume change, they were like, okay, you have to get out of here. But listen, they let me do seven. That means they liked it. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like maybe they were all scared for their lives. Isn't that what theater is? Drama, passion, fear. I make you feel something. That's and if that true. is terror... What's wrong with that? That's so true. I guess this is why theater maybe can't ever be online. <gasps> Good point. Mm. Because it's like such a live experience of like trapping people in a room and making them feel scared. Scared mm-hmm. that maybe so anything could happen. They say actors should have intentions. My intention is constantly to trap, to ensnare, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to murder, to, clutch, to murder. Yes, yeah, you've this, got the idea. That's amazing. Well, I mean, you've been. In a few feuds, I'd say. Um, in, in fact, there's a very famous one mm-hmm. with Patty Lapone. You've yeah. had that for over two decades. I knew you were going to ask me about I ha- this. I had to. Do you do you regret being in that feud for you know longer than most Instagram influencers have ever been alive? Two decades. Think about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Most Instagram that's two hundred years. Are literally like sixteen. I don't regret it at all. <gasps> She's a dirty bitch. I'm sorry. I just feel enraged when I think about her. Mm-hmm. Listen, she puts on a good girl act and that she's she's the one who isn't at fault here. I'm the bully somehow. But you know what? She's a real trickster. Mm, like Bubba Gump. Just You know what? She probably knows Bubba Gump. They're probably friends and they're probably laughing right now talking about how old Ivory Gams is nearly dead. Well, listen, if I'm dead, I'm going to haunt the two of them for the rest of my life. Well, Patty Lapone is pretty old, but she is currently haunting the Broadway stage in war paint. Is. Uh-huh. is that do you are you angry that she gets to like haunt the stage? While you're stuck haunting the streets. Absolutely. You know, she spread vicious, vicious lies about me. Ooh. Oh. Like what? Tell us. She claimed that I choked her. <gasps> Did you? I wouldn't use the term choke. I would say we were in a dance number together. This was way, way back in 1999. And now we were on stage and we were in a beautiful dance number. It was a part of this old musical that that never made it to Broadway. It was called Why Not Sally? And I played Sally, which she was mad about, obviously. And we had this beautiful dream ballet sequence in which she had to lift me into the air. And, you know, it was difficult. I was very thin back then. I think because I was so thin, you know, she couldn't quite quite get a grasp on me. I was just... You're just light as air. Light as air. Sure, sure. And so, you know, we had words over it. 
and things got heated and I put my hand near her neck to look at her necklace. Sure. Of course. In the middle of the fight. I, Everyone I, knows that if you want to look at a necklace, you grab it. Right. I wanted to see what it was made out of. And I grabbed the necklace tightly and shouted, you bitch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. necklace. And she claims that I tried to hurt her. It just so happened her neck was just there. Her neck happened to be in the way, but I really wanted to see that necklace. Yeah, uh-huh. that is so... I can totally understand how that, like, really hurt you. And then I was kicked out of that production. Oh, my gosh. What was the production? It was called... Why not? Why not? Sally. Oh, Sally? my God. You know, late in the day, my brain just fries. It goes. You know? I totally... I totally got it. Why not Sally? It was it was beautiful. It was about a, a young nurse. Uh, she was deaf, dumb, and blind. Sort of like Helen the Keller. Tommy. Oh. Yes, oh. also like Helen Keller. Oh. But she was an incredible nurse. That was what was so miraculous about it. Deaf, dumb, and blind. An amazing nurse. Were you Sally? I was. So you didn't sing or speak nope. in the play? No, <laughs> I just used my physicality and my, my body. But it was really an incredible role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also played Patsy Doo in the 2003 musical Patsy Doo. I did. That's mm-hmm. amazing. You sang that title song, Patsy Doo Who? Oh, Absolutely. Honestly, one of my favorite songs that I've ever had the pleasure of singing. My um, my grandmother loves that song. Well, thank you. Please tell her. Patsy Do says, "Yoo-hoo." I <gasps> would never talk to my grandma because I don't really talk to like olds. Older but people. um, I'll like write it down and try to get it to her somehow. Well, I I hope she would enjoy that. I bet she would. Um, could you maybe? Sing please, a few bars, please. Oh, of Patsy well, Do Who. I suppose we might as well have it on record, you know, in case when I die, people want to hear it once more on their radios. Yeah, and like just a few just bars, a few. To just get us revved up. Oh, sure. Yes, that opening number. It went a little something like, "Well, who's that girl over there? It's Patsy. Patsy Who? Well, who's that girl over there? It's Patsy." Patsy do 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 Patsy da 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 do uh, oh it's so, so beautiful. wonderful oh. oh honestly it feels good to get my vocal cords moving in that way yeah again. it sounded good like it didn't sound it sounded like old but good thank you I appreciate that Patsy do da 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 do 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 you've got it can Patsy I try Patsy do. Can I try? Mm-hmm. Patsy do. Get on the note. Patsy do. Patsy. That's my pitch. Pat. Pat. Oh. Ash, you're so boring. Thank you. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so what are some of your other favorite shows that you've been in? Oh my gosh. You know, I've had the opportunity to play such complex characters. Mm-hmm. I played uh, in the Who's a Video. Oh, oh no, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> oh no, you're only... Oh. Well, you are 41. Oh. This is about the time. Oh my gosh. You know, it happens every so often and I just pray that death will take me, but I keep going. What was I saying? Oh yes, the musical. I was in this incredible musical. It was about a baby chef. Mm. Oh. And it had incredible dancing and incredible prop work and I played the baby chef <laughs> and it was called... Too hot for the kitchen. 
And so the baby chef was too sexually or too hot temperature wise. Oh, he was very sick. Yes. Oh, okay. He's very sick. <laughs> sick child. Sick. So. so it's kind of like a secret garden mm-hmm. chef musical. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And I had this incredible dance number where I made an actual souffle on stage. <laughs> So you were a sick baby. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanted to be in the kitchen, but you couldn't because you were right, sick. Right. Because nobody wanted me near the food because cool, right. I was too sick. Right. I love shows about food. Mm-hmm. I do too. Like um, Waitress, mm. but they had all fake pies, which was very disappointing. Mm. I saw that. Uh, I snuck in at intermission and just sort of sat in the background. And I, I sang along hoping someone would would hear me and, <laughs> and shout, Her! She should play this part, but unfortunately, they kicked me out. But that's so sad. It looked like an interesting show. Yeah, I think it was. Um, it was definitely like, you know, like a feminist show that I think like did a good job of like making light of um, an abuser, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is what I want when I go to the theater. Yeah, there was a very young girl in it, and I, I thought to myself. What what is this child doing out of school? Mm, yes, there's a child on stage. I could play that part. You are about the size because you shrink when you turn thirty five. So you like you slowly mm-hmm. shrink down. So when you're forty one, you're very little. Why can't I be carried around the stage in the end number? I'll sit backstage for the whole show and then come out at the end and have the lead lady just pick me up. That sounds really fun. So did Baby Chef kind of like did it go anywhere? Or? Um, it opened. Sorry, too hot for the too kitchen. hot for the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It opened, and um, then the curtain closed, and it literally closed. Like it mid show, it just closed on me, and I was I was very hurt. I don't know if you heard about my uh, time off, but I did have about two months where I was in physical therapy because the curtain just <laughs> shattered my bones. And such, you're such a, a waif of a woman. I'm just so thin, and you know, as you get older, you're. Basically, your skin just turns to dust. Sure. Wait, so that is how you injured yourself was your first night of Too Hot in the kitchen where you played this baby chef. Curtain opened, curtain immediately closed. Did someone say, like, show's over? Were they like, you're done? Well, they were like, oh, my God, she's her bones are broken and we can't keep going. And then I had to go to rehab. So, you know, they had to put the show on hold. And then by the time I got back, they just really had thought through the script and realized... This makes no sense. Mm. Right. And then the show did close. And then it officially closed. Yes. Wow. What an amazing career. Have you ever thought about a second act playing an older woman or possibly a dead woman? A dead woman? Mm -hmm. A dead woman. Oh, I would give anything to portray just a a corpse, Mm -hmm. uh, someone lying in one of those drawers like you know a proceed I'm, on a procedural a t- oh, uh, that's yeah. television television uh, i've never been on the television you you're thinking maybe a second act in television i'm thinking why not you know i've been on good morning america oh um, congrats yeah was one of your shows featured oh no i've stood outside the studio uh, <laughs> and waved got it did but you they, panned on me for a while were you holding a sign i was holding a sign oh so maybe did it say something fun it's a death take me (laughs) okay so that makes sense why they would like stick on you for a while i think they were thinking about it they were thinking hmm could she be the next regis and kelly and (laughs) you would be both of them they went with my nemesis ryan (laughs) seacrest yes classic that was like um, I was supposed to be on that show, and then they went with my nemesis, Michael Strahan. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Very. You, do you know Michael Strahan? Very, very poorly. I just love TV. It's so good. I love TV so much. Do you fear death? Death. Wow. I know you're waiting for it to take you, but is it also something you fear? You know, at this point, I'm not scared. I know that I will probably be reincarnated into some sort of dog. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll enjoy that sort of life. I think you would, too. You have seven dogs, correct? I do, yes. And they lead a very happy life. Yeah. You love dogs. Didn't you um, try to write your own musical about how you had a, a dad that was a dog? I did. I, I, that was a project that was very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm still actually shopping it around, seeing Mm. if anybody wants to put it up, uh, off Broadway, off, off Broadway, Mm -hmm. New World stages. Of course. We might have some investors listening. Do you want to give them a taste of this This song? This musical? musical? I would love to sing, to sing a bit of it. Okay. Uh, this this is a really important song to me, and I thank you for this opportunity. Investors, get your wallets ready. <laughs> this one's for all the girls with dads who are dogs. The ladies out there taking care of dads with tails and paws with paws. This one's for all the girls with dads who are dogs. The ladies out there taking care they are dead. But they're also <laughs> a dog. Oh, she I breaks just get emotional. Oh my gosh, that was gorgeous. That song happens at the end mm-hmm. of the show where her dog dad is actually dying. Oh my gosh, a dog's purpose. A dog dad's purpose. Dogs. I also love that it's a country musical. You know, I thought, what does America want? What Mm -hmm. does America need? And America loves country. They love America. And so I tried to combine all these things that I thought would be successful. And I'm, I'm really hoping that it still gets put up. I I think it will. I know I won't be. You can't be in it. Yeah, no. But. Well, if there are any investors out there listening and you took your wallet out before that, feel free to just throw money at your phone right now because yeah. that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, Exciting. Ivory, while we have you here, sure. um, will you play a game with us? Oh, I'd, I'd love to play a game. Okay, amazing. All right, so this game is called Old or Dead. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to name some people and you have to tell us if they're old or if they're dead. Fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number one. Selena Gomez. Uh, she seems like she has a new sort of name, so I'll say I'll say old. She oh, is old. She's, She's old. just become a little irrelevant. Oh. Mm, exactly. Okay, next one. Idina Menzel. Mm. Uh, she sounds like some so- sort of witch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say dead. <gasps> Uh yeah, yes. she's oh, dead. That's she correct. did Frozen and then she was she, dead. I'm doing well. Turned she was into frozen. Space. She was close. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been thinking about that. If I should freeze my body, you know, like they say, if science catches up, I could always come back. <laughs> That's a great idea. It's very expensive. I've heard I'm to freeze will, your body. I'm worth it. You are worth it. Um, George, you are all everyone. You know what? If you want to freeze yourself. You're worth it. I'm probably not. What about Demi Lovato? Mm, I would say Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato <laughs> sounds dead to me. She is dead to us. Oh. 
Um, she's not physically dead, but she's dead to us because she's a real bitch. Real bitch. Oh, no. Yeah, she sucks. Okay, um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Uh, seems like a real everyday sort of man. I don't, I don't know him quite well. I would say maybe he's old. Uh, Chris Pratt is dead. <gasps> he's dead. Yeah, he's totally dead. Yeah. Um, Disappeared. He oh, died no. halfway through Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Oh. They finished it without him, and then the second one was a body double. Yeah. You know, I auditioned for the role of Groot. <laughs> I, and I assume you didn't get cast. You didn't. I was so close. Though. Oh. Mm. You do. You have a very similar build, just much smaller to Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're like a tiny Vin Diesel. Well, they weren't even mm. going to animate it. They were just going to use me oh. in tree makeup. <laughs> oh. Practical effects. Um, okay. What about Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Oh, you know, I think she's pretty old by now. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's she's right. Old. She's old. She's old, she's but she's not, not dead. dead. Not dead. She has more to give. Okay, Dove Patel. Oh, handsome, handsome young man. Absolutely. I would say he's neither old nor dead. Is this oh, a trick? Are you giving this, me a trick? Yeah, that's correct. That's, Dove Patel is a, a podcast favorite, and he's very much alive and young. Okay, and there's just one person on this list uh, that's left. Is she old or is she dead? Susan Sarandon. Mm, Susan Sarandon. You know, she used to live down the street from me. You're kidding. No. I'm dead serious. (gasps) I haven't seen her, honestly, in a few weeks. And normally I see her on my walks. So maybe she's dead. We should seek her out. She, well, I hate to be the bearer of news. I won't say whether it's good or bad news, but... She is dead, and she has been dead for many years. I don't think they're going to be finding her soon. Mm -hmm. Many, many years. Uh, Well, that's our game, Old or Dead. Thank you for playing with us. That was really cool. They're all dead, and they're all old. Um, Okay, well, we just have one final segment on the podcast, and it's called Spill Spill It. It. And this is where we just kind of, like, share some things that we're up to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually have, like, a really cool week coming up because Mm -hmm. I'm going to this super secret rave in an abandoned subway station somewhere on the outline. And the theme is that we are going to wear orange hats and vests, and we'll be repairing the tunnels from all the damage from Hurricane Sandy. Oh, that sounds productive. I'm really excited. What about you? Oh, yeah. I'm going to download an app that reminds me to drink water that's so fun and so stupid i'm crazy um ivory what about you what's coming up this week well i'm doing a one woman production of rent in my apartment i invite anyone to just come on over and and watch it Uh, i've been rehearsing for about two years and i think it's really going to be miraculous my dogs are involved as well oh Um, wow you know, they're very well trained. I've trained them to sing in three part harmony. And I really think it's going to be a special, special show. Sounds like it. I will not be there. Yeah, okay. I definitely won't be there. Well, I still hope you'll be there. We're telling you it won't be. I actually, it sounds amazing, but I'm definitely allergic to rent. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that's terrible for you. Well, I'll send some tickets over. Please don't. And. Maybe you will. You'll, you'll, no, you'll come. No, we won't. No. Uh, anything else that you'd like to plug? Well, you know, there's a a beautiful musical improv show at the Upright Citizens Brigade that I mm. really do enjoy. Oh, uh, the team is called Rumple Teaser. You can Love catch the name. them there. 
That's exciting. Yes, it's great. Um, I have seen this this group Rumble Teaser, and I will vouch for them and say that they are one of the funniest uh, musical or other improv groups in the city. So I hope everyone checks them out. I laugh and I laugh, and you can also laugh some more at. Check me out on Twitter at Hamster Talk. Hamster is spelled H-A-M-S-T-E-R. You know, people are always trying to put a P in there. You know, mm. as as a social media expert, we, I can help you with that. I would love that, honestly, because I basically just use the Twitter to try and lottery dear Evan Hansen. If, if Evan Hansen is listening... I'd love to come see your show, Evan. Well, Ivory, thank you so much for being here. Thank um, you so much for having this me. This has been a real blast. Tune in next week when we look everywhere for our sunglasses, only to realize we left them on our heads over a year ago. Mm-hmm.